Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I forced him to the ground, handcuffed him, and beat him. And it's perfectly legal. It's one more thing. Wow. What the heck? And Getty. One more thing. What kind of a Why was it perfectly legal? The answer will shock you. All right. But first this. New research suggests that French fries may be linked to depression. And uh, that's a good way to grab your attention, but it's fried foods in general. And they you don't let me eat French fries anymore. I'm going to be depressed. They did so a, it is tied to depression. They did a huge study, 140,000 people over 11 years. So this is one of those really, really big studies. But fried food seemed to be a link between fried food and anxiety and depression. But at the end, they point out, and this is a good question, is it people who are anxious and depressed eat more fried food? Because <laughs> you just kind of turn to a yummy, screw it, I don't care food because you're mm. depressed and anxious. Hmm. They don't know that. But there is, there's, there is more eating of French fries and that sort of stuff going on with people who are anxious and depressed. So cause or effect or just a response. I, I know there are techniques if you're trying to alter your diet or your eating habits where you keep a food diary. Talk mm-hmm. about how you feel when you eat. Or I've overeat. never done that. Or, or drinking, for that matter. All right, why did you decide to drink? Why then? Why did you have more? than you? Just document it so you can look at it rationally. Um, I've got to admit, I'm not sure. I, there's a particular mood to me ordering the fries instead of the side salad. Yeah, I don't feel like that there's any deep thought going on here. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry, and I'm on my way home, and the easiest thing to be would just go through the drive-thru. So that's what I'm going to do. 
not a particular mood, just laziness. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. It's delicious. I virtually never eat fast food. Well, aren't because, you? Right. Aren't you better I'm, than us? I'm, I'm better than all of you, yes. Uh, also, I, I don't have kids <laughs> that I'm chasing mm. at this point, so I have much more free time than I used to. I mean, like an elephant compared to a mouse. Yeah, yeah. My last several days are like when there's school nights going on, two kids, school nights, homework, meals, laundry, etc. Yeah, pets. Um, there's zero free time. Yeah, I remember it well. It's all accounted for. Yeah, anyway. but so it Makes I'm you want to eat french fries, which is I'm, depressing. <laughs> it's a vicious and delicious circle. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, moving along, back to my uh, my fabulous and shocking intro. I threw him to the ground, handcuffed him, and beat him, and it was all perfectly legal. Here's a hint, Jack. We were both wearing leather. Oh, I was going to say, here's a hint. Live in China. A police advisory group made up of members of Portland's LGBTQ plus and sex work communities has shut down after 27 years of monthly meetings. The kink community in Portland had weekly meetings with the cops to make sure there was uh, there was uh, communication between them because a lot of things that happen in the kink community in particular this one club aren't strictly legal but they are consensual yeah that's interesting now when it's so it's mostly probably between dudes no, absolutely oh, not. Oh, not? Okay. Nope. Uh, in fact, uh, one of the people quoted most frequently in this article is Teresa Dark Lady Reed, who operates a dungeon in the Central East Side. I know it well. Uh, it's really important to keep the lines of communication open, she tells the publication. Uh, why? Because Reed, like many people operating in the sexual entertainment business, operate in a legal gray area. Her business, Catalyst, a sex-positive place, is a community space designed for BDSM play parties. I know that's an uh, enthusiasm of yours, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, for the unfamiliar, BDSM refers to a set of erotic practices that include bondage, discipline, dominance and submission, and sadomasochism. You know, it's I, I, I'm completely aware that there are people that get turned on by this, and hey, great for you, whatever turns you on, but God, nothing would turn me on less than being tied to a wall and you hitting me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In Portland, which as recently as 2015 was proclaimed the kinkiest city in America by kinkuniversity.com. <laughs> I don't know Kink University. Hey, Jim, what schools you applied to? Well, the, uh, the Ivy League rejected me, and, and I couldn't get into state, uh, but, so I'm going to Kink University. <laughs> so I What's... signed up for Nipple Clamps 101. <laughs> Whipping, spankings, and beatings, 103. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, still, some aspects of BDSM are illegal, even in the privacy of one's own home. An Oregonian cannot consent to being strangled, at least not according to the recent Oregon Court of Appeals ruling. Well, for strangled instance. to death or just strangled a little? Some. Not to death, no. Uh... Meanwhile, although there's no evidence that the police have any appetite for a crackdown, the loss of the direct line of communication still has some kink practitioners edgy. The reason I Those ask... who practice BDSM have long found ways to distinguish between harm and hurt. The laws in many ways have not. 
I don't know hardly anything about this world, but because uh, it's just not my thing. And I've always wondered, how does it end up being your thing? Is it something that happens in your childhood or is it just the way your brain was wired from birth? And then I've always wondered, how does it come up in conversation with your girlfriend or boyfriend? I've never asked a girlfriend, would you like me to slap you? And I've never had anybody ask me to do it. So I just I don't even know how that stuff happens. But I do know I think that you probably edge edge toward it. Huh. But I do know that um, whenever it's guys doing it to girls, a lot of your feminist community feel like, you know, she had some sort of tragic background he's taking advantage of. And so that's not cool. Even if she's consenting, it's disgusting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And but I don't think they do that for dude on dude or woman on woman. Maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. It's it's a different dynamic. That court ruling uh, I referred to earlier was a couple male female, and uh, he choked her until she passed out. Um, they both argued it was sexual play in a relationship where BDSM was long treated as consensual, but a jury convicted him of strangulation and assault. Did the chokey want to be choked until she passed well, you out? You know what? This was worded in a strange way. No, that's not clear from the story. Okay. Well, if he um, didn't want to be choked till he passed out, then yeah, he's guilty of some sort of something. Well, this is interesting as I'm digging into this link that it connects to the case. Uh, the, the dude appealed and won a mixed verdict. The appeals court judge noted that the legislature offered three instances in which strangulation wasn't a crime in medicine, <laughs> dentistry. What? <laughs> you need a new dentist. You, you don't want a bridge? No, I really don't. Why? I ought to. We're going to. And religious practices. What? We're going to get those teeth sparkling white. Hold steel. <laughs> How's this making Doctor, my aren't teeth you give me? Aren't you going to give me Novocaine? No, I'm just going to choke you out and do it while you're unconscious. Hold still. It's like the old W.C. Fields dentist where he's got his foot on their head <laughs> trying to pry the tooth out. Right, I got to right. show that to the kids, by the way. My kids have never seen the W.C. Fields dentist scene. Medicine, dentistry, and religious practices. What would religious practices include choking? I don't know. I, 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 is there anybody that wants to be choked to their unconscious as a sex thing? And why would that be? A teeny tiny percentage of the population. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, but sexual play was not mentioned in the ruling. She threw out the assault conviction, but let the strangulation stand. Mm. So anyway... The uh, Oh, that's right. So the kink community used to get together with the cops. I think uh, monthly meetings, I should say. Uh, the chairman of the committee has stepped down and no one has volunteered to take his place. Somebody did want me to bite them one time and I just couldn't do it. I can't remember how this came up with somebody. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I know a guy who was with a girl who wanted to be slapped hard. Uh, could, yeah, I, I don't think no, I could do that. Not a chance. No, no, no way. No way. Not even for the uh, the rewards of uh, consensual uh, lovings. Even if I could do it because you wanted it to happen, it would l- ruin it for me, though. I would no longer be in a mood of being amorous. I think I would be ashamed of doing it for the rest of my life. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it either. Well, that's one of the reasons I, I, I brought up the how, how did <laughs> how did these people find each other? When you say bite, how hard? Well, that's the thing. So I, 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 I tried, like, minimal, and then harder, harder, and then I was like, 
this is going to break the skin, and I had to stop. I couldn't. I just in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah. I'm not going to make you bleed. That's get an ill-trained weird. dog, and let's have regular sex. He'll bite you anytime you want. Get an ill-trained dog. Why didn't I think of that at the time? <laughs> let's go to the shelter and get one of the dogs they're about to put down because they are they're incorrigible. The dog can bite you while we're having sex. I'm going to do it the regular way. Win, win, win. You win. I win. The dog wins. Everybody wins. Honey, if you're listening, remember, my safe word is Merkin. Oh, Oh, boy. Oh, my. (laughs) Well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.